<laughs> what? I hear voices. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Um, if you if you talk to God, that means you're praying. But if you hear God talk to you, that means you're schizophrenic. I mean, that seems like pretty solid. <laughs> I can't really like argue can, with that logic. You can talk to God and not be crazy. But if he talks to you, you're crazy. <laughs> or just ahead of your time. Mm-hmm. I remember having the world an, wasn't ready for you. I remember having an early bit about um about secretly thinking that the the our law system is not really into God. You know, like we we put up the formalities of like you know swearing on the Bible and stuff like that. Yeah, that kind of shit. But if you you know swore on the Bible, and you know they said like you know do you swear to tell truth? Blah 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 blah, and you go yep. And then the next statement, when they asked you, like, so how come you killed that person the other night? <laughs> not, not, did you kill them? <laughs> Why'd you kill? Just try and, you know, pose that question, see if they slip up. That's how you get them. That's so, how I lawyer. On the night of the, if, if you're a of good, November. If you're a good lawyer, if I've learned anything from Law & Order, uh, you would say, uh, leading the witness really, like, quickly and angrily. Objection. Yeah, overall. Objection. Yep. Leading the witness. Yeah. So, um, why did you kill that person? <laughs> Objection. Where's this line of questioning going? Right. I'm D.A. Barba. I talk really quickly to but, show that I'm good at my job. But if they, at any time, said that the reason why they did their crime was because God told them to do it, they would automatically be like, Judge, this man is clearly crazy. He's obviously insane. We're going to lock him away. Like, he doesn't get to go to jail. Mm-hmm. He goes to a mental hospital jail. Like, God could never tell somebody to do something bad, like kill his children or whatever. But he could tell you, go build a homeless shelter. That's fine. You know, that type of crazy is fine. To be, to be fair, I'm pretty sure God has told people to go kill their children. <laughs> and build homeless shelters. Yeah, both. Both of those things were in the Bible. Right. But one, one, one was uh, the Gospel of Luke. The other was the Gospel of Mr. Gates. <laughs> Unreleased. It was, uh, you mean Mr. Bates, <laughs> Norman Bates. Yes. Yep. From American Psycho. Or just Psycho. <laughs> Edit all of this out. I'm so ashamed of who I am as a person. It's okay. It's There's it's so many different references going through our brain at all times. You know, it's so hard to be on the pulse of pop culture at every given moment. That's the beauty of, like, close friends. Like, I made... A reference that was two or three layers deep. Uh, An inception about, reference. Yeah, about <laughs> this podcast to my ex-boyfriend when I was starting it up. Mm -hmm. um, I can't remember his name, but I was like, oh, we're starting Sex in the City podcast. That's about it. And then we started riffing on that. And he was just like, well, my favorite character, you know, is not really even the show without the city being a character <laughs> that's who i am and i was like yeah no you got it the city is the fifth character yes one might even say the city is and i don't remember his name but the lighting artist for the band fish <laughs> whereas like he's the that of the tv show you didn't know the lighting artist's name of fish <laughs> i couldn't remember it so i looked it up thank right. you very much but okay. that is a callback to 
the podcast Analyze Fish with Harris Whittles, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where they can he continually brings that up um, <laughs> nonstop about how they call him the fifth member of the band and, and how they like wouldn't be anywhere without him. And then so it was that oh, in God. reference to a reference about Sex in the City, which was referenced from my podcast, which is about Sex in the City. Pretty deep cut. I was pretty proud. That's yeah. I don't think I I don't think I should be proud of the things I'm proud of. <laughs> this is like that Tupac's liqueur. Yes, thing. I like that. I'm so. I look at it. I'm like, this is the funniest I've ever been. And people are like, yeah, to you and one other person. <laughs> Everyone else is kind of like, okay, right. Like, get over it. Yeah, that was kind of a B minus pun. I get it. That was an A plus pun. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, everybody's so uh, you know not thrilled about the small things in life. You know, the little things that make us laugh. They're always looking for these huge up- uproarious. You know, belly uh, chuckles. Hey, you know, isn't it crazy how in life, uh, this universal truth, all women uh, sometimes jump. <laughs> how crazy is that? How- Whoa. White men can't jump, am I right? Am I right? Oh, <laughs> we're all going to die someday. Women Re- can't jump either, right? Yeah, WNBA. Yeah. Um, I feel like, have you ever, have you done Sex and the City bits yet, now that we've, we've done the podcast for a little bit? No, but, fun fact, uh, actually, and I forgot to mention this, but I have another person who we have to have on the podcast, because I said I'd book him for it, mm. because saw him at a show, never talked to him before, and he had a Sex in the City joke about mm, sex and the, nice what, right and i literally like, i was like i should have you on my podcast he's like yeah then he facebook messaged me like a couple weeks later dude? let's find out mm, oh, I, I don't remember yeah i don't know him i just heard that joke and i was like oh my god you know about sex in the city and he's like yeah and i was like be on my podcast that's and awesome like, and then he actually followed up on it so i was like oh fuck hell yeah have so you think do he's, he's down he's dtf Oh, he's absolute, like, he wants it. Like, he is thirsty mm-hmm. for the themed drinks we have on our <laughs> Sex in the City podcast. Like, You don't think he's into you? No. Like, personally. I don't think he knows me, mm-hmm. so, but I do know that he knows Sex in the City. It's uh, well, Russell L's. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 no. His, we could his, definitely have him on. Right? No, he's we great gotta guy. shove him in. His message was, hey... You mentioned your podcast to me last week at Hennessy's. Let me know if you really want me on. I'd love to. Yeah. That's someone we'll who's excited to be on our podcast. He's a good guy. He runs also uh, the bar at Harp. Oh, shit. He's I didn't wait to see the bartender. Oh, yeah, fuck. Harp. Holy shit. I've like, n- people know him and I know that he like does stand up, but yeah, I've like guy. never talked to him before. He's had like uh, the last three opponents of Roast Battle like bail on him. Like, he keeps getting bailed on. That's brutal. That's brutal. <coughs> anyway, um, so you don't have any bits about Sex in the City? No, none. What? I have this new bit that I've been kind of working out. It's not really a bit. It's more of a one-liner. I feel like doing Sex in the City bits for three to four hours a week is enough. <laughs> right, yeah. And writing jokes for it uh, and failed uh, radio play type scripts to read on the episodes <laughs> yeah and uh valentine's day cards some of which we'll get to and the rest is like well next time That's, next I'm, next year i'm not i'm tired i'm so tired 
Yeah, we do put a lot of effort into that show. This this guy is. Uh, we might be uh, calling this the behind the scenes of Sex in the City podcast, or what I should say, uh, you're such a Sex in the City podcast. No, you're such a Sex in the City podcast. No, you are. But that's shut up. This is actually this comic's life. But I am having April back on as a guest. Hello, hello. Yeah. I'm back for the third time. And you know what, Daryl? Hmm. You remember hmm. that. I was on this comic's life twice because yeah. I loved it the first time, I so I did it again, and I loved that so much that we started our own podcast I, together. I felt like, yeah, we had chemistry from day one. Uh, not Absolutely. That, not that, like, you know, fuck chemistry, but it was like, hey, we kind of don't hate each other and like talking to one another about girly things. <laughs> You're the carry to my Miranda. Yeah. I feel like uh, you definitely A little bit more those. vapid and shallow, mm-hmm. but also I'm a wreck. Right. So. You are definitely um, a little, you know, hard around the edges. Yep. I had a man follow me to your apartment today. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a man in all camo. Nice. Told me his name is Perfect. Yahtzee. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> who knows? That's what he says before he rapes you is Yahtzee. All fives. No nines <laughs> or ones in that rule. Right. <laughs> 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 Hello and welcome to This Comics Life. This is me, your host, D. Williams, a.k.a. Daryl Williams, a.k.a. Dumbass, a.k.a. Dude that's hanging out with my co-host on another podcast, but not this one. It is the one and only April Lacha. Hello, I am the host of another podcast, the producer of another product. I hate myself for this introduction. <laughs> How are you doing, Daryl? Good, good. So uh, Fabulous. we figured, uh, you know, obviously you don't get enough of us on your Such a Sex in the City podcast. I figured I would get April on this comic's life again to just show her her range, her comedic and bring me back into the spotlight, baby. I'm ready (laughs) for my debut. Yeah, I couldn't get enough of talking to my dad. I couldn't get enough of talking to all the other people that I don't talk to enough in my life that she needs to show me. uh, (laughs) Yourself, because you are your younger sibling. Yes. Um. I do also like people. to talk to, um, you know, just random people from time to time. True. Motivational speakers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, just all subsections of life. People with GoFundMes. Yeah. To explore the country by renting a car. Do you or like motorcycle. improving? Improvisation? Improvising? Yeah, that too. Do you yes. like all those three? Yes, but like varying <laughs> levels. Big, okay. big fan of improving. Not about improvising. Mm-hmm. What about improving? No, no, no. not into it. You no, don't like improving no. at all. I've built my career around avoiding that. <laughs> Do you always feel like yeah, you're not far enough? You know where you want to be. No, I'm exactly where I want to be, Daryl. Right here in my I apartment. Love renting a room. Yeah. Which I will be kicked out of in a week or two, not knowing where I'll live next. This is ideal. Well, you can always live here if you need to. This is creativity at its 
peak <laughs> is strife change. Yeah. My God. You think Bukowski got famous by not being an alcoholic? No. That's not how it works these days. I feel like change definitely helps a lot of people. But it, you know, unexpected change is kind of different than the change that you bring on yourself. Where you're you like, know, wow, like, I have a plan and this will make my life better. As opposed to like, oh, a thing happened and I am dealing with the consequences of it and I'm not dealing with it well. You know, like a death of a breakup probably feels a lot a different. A death of a breakup? Yeah, the death of a breakup. When you get or, back together after the breakup, <laughs> yeah. like the breakup dies. <laughs> yeah, the breakup dies. And <laughs> you're like, you were the one. That is very different yeah, than what you were about to that's say. That's what I call a, a, a comeback is a, a death of a breakup. Lots of rom-coms have <laughs> deaths of breakups, but do we ever talk about it? No. No. They Society. Never. How politicians. often yeah, does the relationships come back? All the time. That's how you get in a relationship is you is you have one. That's the pre-relationship. Break up. Come back together in an airport or wedding. Mm-hmm. They're getting married to someone else. You stop the wedding. Oh, right. That's like always Spider-Man. a thing. Spider-Man. Yeah, you have to stop the wedding. I've always felt like I, I could stop a wedding. Um, how would you stop a wedding if you needed to? How? Like, they're not for love, but for, like, there's a bomb that's going to go oh, off right. at this wedding. It's like speed. You know, if the wedding reaches <laughs> its end, if it reaches max speed towards them being married. If they kiss, everybody's blown up. If they kiss, up. everybody's blown up. I what are you going to do? I will have to jump. I would definitely run and, and prevent them from getting kissed, I guess. Do that slow motion where as they were about to kiss, I would, like, go... In the middle, and I'd put my hand in the middle of their faces. And no, just... you would leap, yeah, and one leap. breast <laughs> would be kissed by one of them, and one like back mole would oh, be right, kissed right, by right. the other. But hair. you would yes. prevent. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's a hairy mole. Right, um, right, right. Because obviously, I would be topless too at this point in the movie. Oh, death! Your clothing would be so torn up yeah. from your journey I'm like here. Like in a banana hammock. Yeah, that it's. It's a strange movie. It's, yeah. But you know We're what? At the climax of the movie. It's so. the gritty reboot of Speed. <laughs> yeah. Called Speed Hammock. Speedo. Yeah, Speedo. Oh, I that, like that better. No, I yep. like Speed Hammock. <laughs> <laughs> Speed Hammock. That was so easy. And it just. I love that you went for Hammock. <laughs> Speedo. I like that better, though. Okay. Speed Hammock. <laughs> We'd have to get an endorsement because that's a brand name. So, you know. Speedo? Mm-hmm. Oh, hell yeah. No, that, you could have a range of films to yes. do with Speedo. Fast, <laughs> oh, in, if, fast if, in the Speedo 2. Instead of she kisses the nipple, she just. <laughs> one guy. One kisses the front of the Speedo, and the other kisses the back of the Speedo. <laughs> That's but that's in the bloopers reel. Mm, okay, that's okay. like you had to do that take like thirty times <laughs> to get it. And you're on like a strings and gimbal. And yeah, some... no, it's because it's directed by Roman Polanski. Right. So right. I was gonna say John Woo. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I, it's kind of like co- collaboration between oh, the two. Whoa. <laughs> so a nice. lot of takes, a lot of artistic <laughs> insanity, like... and nice strong influence of classic kung fu. I love it. I love it too. No, it's one of my favorite movies. Is Speed Hammock <laughs> or Speedo? AKA Speedo. Yeah. If if they yep. get the endorsement, if they you know if well hey if this, Speedo signs on. Hey, I mean yeah, corporate Speedo keeping <laughs> down artwork. Yes. Yeah. No, I think they'd up, be man. on board because we're not like writing them in a negative light. 
It's not like we're going like, eh, Speedo, so stupid. No, it's like we're having this character in a Speedo and he's, practically the whole movie. He's saving yeah. a church yes. full of people, including two people who we know for a fact are in love and want to be married mm-hmm. from exploding. Right. They just don't Cause, know. Because the gonna... wedding can't reach 40 miles per hour. <laughs> nope. Can't, <laughs> can't do it or it'll blow up. It has to be a very slow wedding. A very slow wedding. They can never reach the end so that the wedding stops or else no. it'll explode. No. like That's what I'm saying. Like The kiss is the last part of the movie. Uh, yeah. The, the ceremony. Hey, you know, you're doing a service to the world. Yeah, I like it. I think we've created something very beautiful there. <laughs> do you uh, do you always think about like certain movies that haven't been made? Nonstop. That's the <laughs> you only ever thought thing about I making a about. movie, like writing your own screenplay. Nonstop. Yeah, that's all I think about. I think we could write a screenplay. It could work. Okay, okay. Do you want to hear some of my pitch ideas I yes. have? Yes, yes I do. Okay, uh, first one, these are all actual things that I've thought about at different points in my life and my sobriety. Yeah. Um, first one is a, you know, like, there's that like, oh, there's the good girl and there's the bad girl. Everyone has their good side, their bad side. Mm-hmm. This movie idea, there's a chick. Some supernatural stupid shit happens. Oh, okay. Kind of like Misfits, the British TV series. She gets split up into like the good functional one who's also neurotic and kind of like hates herself and mm-hmm. shit. And like the bad girl who's like free, but like also unreliable. All that shit. Right. So Man is in It's love like with a her. twin situation or yes. a split personality it's, or two okay. different actual beings. So, yes, exactly. The same person gets split into two people or the two right. aspects of their personality. Right, I get it. Man is dating both of them. They're Whoa. all in love. He's dating both of them and he loves the freedom of like the crazy chick. He's like, let's just steal a motorcycle. And he's like, oh my God. But then he ends up in jail. And she's like, I don't know. And she's not helpful. And then there's the nice girl who like shows up on time and like has heartfelt gifts. Cause she's like, well, I thought of it and I knew it'd be good for you. But also, she's a real fucking stickler and she right. like is neurotic. She doesn't like anal. Exactly. Yeah, that's the deal breaker. Yeah. But, but anyhow, no. So those so things. Is, does he think he's just dating one girl, or does no? He... he thinks he's dating two different girls, and they know they're one girl, and they're trying to steal mm. him for themselves. And then the end of the film is that they just decide to all be in a polyamorous relationship together. I like that. They're just happy. They're just like, ah, fuck it. We'll just How all did fuck they each split? Other. Like, What's the magic there? Like magic or an Indian like, graveyard or some okay. shit like that. Lightning it doesn't bolt. it doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah, at all. Got it. Harry Potter did it. <laughs> Harry Potter split them into two oh, people. That's right. mm-hmm. And we're gonna tie it into that franchise. There was a bad boy Harry Potter and there was the good boy. No, there's regular Harry Potter. He didn't do it to himself. Mm. He did it to our protagonist. I the see. woman. I did not notice. I haven't watched all the Harry Potters. That's okay. Yeah. Okay, what's your next pitch? Next pitch. Okay. There's a genetically altered shark. Yeah. But in this film, not only does LL Cool J play the cook, he plays every character. And they awesome. rap every line. But not like he's LL Cool J in every character, but like he plays the different characters. So like the chick, he wears a dress and plays a chick. To be the chick character, right, right? Like the like hero dude, like clumps, he... like Eddie Murphy, like yes, okay. exact. But with LL Cool J, right? Totally. He also plays the sharks. 
<laughs> That's so, that entire pitch. It's Deep Blue Sea, but LL Cool J plays every character. I like that. Where he... The sharks are more of a Shrek type thing right. where he voices them and they're animated. <laughs> right. I like that. Same end rap. <laughs> I also like, yeah, that it's a, it's a rap opera with sharks. Rapra. Uh, yeah. Shark Ropra. A Shark Ropra with LL Cool J playing every part. That I've never heard that pitch before. <laughs> that's what's going to blow them out of I the know. water. Literally, that's the tagline of the movie. I know it is. Everybody's it. getting blown out of the water. <laughs> so as you can see, I'm just a, a, a melting pot of <laughs> original dynamic ideas for the modern generation. You know, I feel like LL Cool J, before he even reads this script, would be on board. If you just told him you're every part, bro, you just say everything. You can also be a producer. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're getting paid for every role that you're in. Oh, of course. He's LL Cool J. Yeah. He'll be he- artistic director as well. <laughs> That's awesome. I love LL. He's, uh, he's been in some really good movies. You love Ladies Love Cool J? Yeah. Cool James, yeah. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite uh, LL Cool J song or movie? Clearly the end rap of Deep Blue Sea slash film Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> he does an end rap? You don't know that? No. No, he does one. Uh, I forget what it's called exactly, but he raps from the point of view of the shark. <laughs> nice. This the genetically altered shark. It's really uh, confusing. That's but awesome. Man, is it fun! I love how you have such an extensive knowledge of all end raps from movies. <laughs> I do. I love how <laughs> if I have such an end rap. You probably are like aware of it. Oh hey, Daryl. <laughs> I just like to throw out there. I feel like maybe I know more about rap than you do. Of course, you is do. that how you feel? Also, I do. Really? How much do you know about rap? I know quite a bit. I'm not saying, like, I don't know anything. Yeah, 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 no. But I'm not saying uh, I listen to it extensively and just live by it, you know? Like, I just eat, breathe, and shit rap. Well, like, what, like, rap artists do you, like, know and or, like, appreciate above the rest, you Um, know? I'm always into any type of, like, 90s rap. You know, anybody that was big in the early 2000s. You know, Busta Rhymes, Ludacris... Uh, Eminem, of course. Of course. Um, but even like, yeah, Biggie Smalls and uh, Biggie Smalls. Method Man and Crisscross. Chris, sure, Chris Ross. Uh, Chris Ross, Chris my Ross, other favorite. Yeah, Rick Ross too. Hey, um, no, his raps were insane. That dude murdered yeah. a lot of people. And like even newer stuff too, I guess. Like I like Drake and Kendrick Lamar and um, what's his face? Uh, uh, Kanye. Nah. You were playing Kanye when I arrived today. Kanye's all right. I mean, I'm not saying, like, I hate it, but I wouldn't say, like, he's in my top, like, 20. Um, but I also like okay. just even stupid stuff, like, really kitschy stuff, like Vanilla Ice and T-Pain. No, that is fun. It's like end raps. It's just fun. Yeah. It's just fun. No, it's like when... And Macklemore. Like, I, like, Macklemore. I like all of them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love Macklemore, but also because he's from Seattle. So mm. I just like... He says I Seattle he things. British. What's wrong with you? <laughs> no, he's from Seattle. <laughs> he's our one of our pride and joys of our many musical legends. Sweet, sweet. It is. He's, he's not the most prideful and joyful but goddamn do we love them anyways yeah there's just i don't know i feel like there's i never go searching it 
but when I have people like show me it and say like, Oh yeah, this, you know, this song is cool or they put it on their mix or like, I'm just around certain people that put it on. I I'm one of those. I'll be people. like, Oh, that's, that's really cool. I'm glad that I now know this is out there. What'd you think of run the jewels? Cause I made yeah. you listen to run the jewels. You didn't run know the jewels is tight. Kill a mic and LP, <laughs> right? It is definitely a very, you know, unique way of, uh, you know, expressing yourself and I'm into it. I wouldn't say I would like, necessarily go looking for it you but go yeah once it's out there i'm like oh that's cool even if some good one uh, even if some good ones die fuck it the lord will sort them <laughs> yes in reference to police yeah and murdering them i remember i was but in front of cat sounds were you a big beastie boys fan i i like the beastie boys i also kind of hate them mm-hmm. it's it's a guilty pleasure type thing yeah. but but i oh did I I love the Beastie Boys. I do. I just honestly I I do. Yeah, there's certain songs that were really cool. Other songs you're like, okay, that's just of the time. Yep. I think it was just like, oh yeah, I like that song in high school. Okay, that pause, was pause this okay. shit because I need to pee so badly. No, that's. I mean, I'm glad he didn't do that, but that is a little weird. I mean, that's Long Beach, though. That's, that's, what you're that's get. life as a woman, though. <laughs> yeah. Always. Sometimes, there. sometimes audiences will seize up. Like you bring up, like, oh, I'm a woman, so I'm probably gonna get murdered or something. Mm-hmm. And like, I notice, like, when I phrase it that way, sometimes audiences kind of like clench up, kind of be like, ooh, because it's like they're remembering. Mm-hmm. It's like you're remembering that women have to be scared of like physical violence or abuse but you know who really remembers that 24 hours a day is women Mm. that's you're not (laughs) i'm joking about it and you know what this is what i do and think about 24 hours every day that's what i do when i go to the supermarkets i'm like wow that's a dark parking lot i'm gonna just be like on high alert Hmm. forever I don't sleep anymore. I feel like I do the same thing, though. I kind of am always on guard. It's not like since you I'm a usually, dude, I'm always like, oh, I'm just safe in every manner. But but usually your primary fear is being raped. Not yes? necessarily raped, but definitely like assaulted or you yeah. know injured in some way. Yeah, but you face that threat and the threat of rape. Yes. <laughs> then you do know what it's like to be a woman. I do. I, That's oh, why we had to start that podcast together yes. was to reach out, it's, be like, it's normal, it's okay. <laughs> hey guys, uh, the reason why we started a Sex in the City podcast is because I feel like I too have had the fear of being raped plenty of times. So I feel like this is my moment to just reach out and defend myself verbally. And also be like, gentlemen, it's okay, you're still a man. If you get out of your car and mm. you hold your car keys in your knuckles like Wolverine. I've done that. No, we've all done that. We've all done it. And But not because you're like, maybe I'll get mugged, but because you're like, I don't want to lose my virtue. <laughs> my behind. Still, you're still a man. You're yeah. still a man. It's true. Um, I feel like I've definitely had some, uh, some bits lately about me being a pussy. You've always and, and had those a, bits. Yeah, not being a man. I feel like, like I a, heard a comedian do that 
uh, or a version of it and i was gonna tell you mm. i was like oh you're a bit it's different but it yeah. reminds me of this other one like you should watch that one he's a famous comedian i don't know who it I feel like anymore. it is a, a premise that could be like stepped on. Yeah, like well, for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those. It's um, parallel thinking. Mm-hmm. It's it's generic enough, but like, where do you go from it? You know where exactly? But like sometimes, I find when I have bits and they remind me of other people's bits, I do get that sort of the better side of that. Sometimes where you go and you listen to the other person's bit. And you hear what they said, and mm-hmm. then you're like, okay, well, like, that's what they said, and it's great, and it's funny, but, like, what do I have to say about it? Because right. and is it enough- we're on the same path, mm-hmm. but, like, we're still different. And, like, if it just stays too similar, I'll throw it away. But also, what else do I think about it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of which, uh, the Brandon Kafori, he was just on the podcast. and Oh, hell Yeah. We didn't talk about it on the podcast, but I remember him and I had a, a similar bit early on when we first started uh, doing mics together. And, uh, you know, one we I did this bit about, um, you know, how people say that you shouldn't shit and eat yeah. in the same spot. And I was like, what are you talking about? It's great. Like, I eat ice cream on the toilet all the time. <laughs> I was just drinking wine on your toilet, yeah, like, like, half an hour ago. I, like, what are you talking Like, it's, it's pretty awesome. much the best thing ever. <laughs> it's so convenient. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I could live all my life while sitting on the toilet, I would. <laughs> like, put one in my car. Make the yeah. car seat a toilet. And, and I, I just go and sit there and just be pooping in traffic. And I eat the ice cream so it literally f- makes me look like I'm, like, having it go right through me. <laughs> <laughs> like a cartoon yeah <laughs> and then you get the x-ray vision for a minute so you can see the mm-hmm. ice cream going down your throat and into the stomach <laughs> and then you see it coming out and then it's just pooping yeah yeah it's it's fun for me <laughs> <laughs> it's fun for everyone but we all yeah, want to see so- that it, but like in ourselves you know hold that mirror to reality that mm-hmm. is actually just a cartoonist drawing your reality <laughs> because we were all children at one point yes but he, uh, he came up to me afterwards and was like, hey, man, like, like I like that bit, but, I, you know, I kind of do a bit about, you know, something similar. Like, and but the premise was like shitting and eating, you know, it wasn't like the the same idea, but it was still like, oh, OK, well, and I'll be honest, uh, I kind of stopped doing it for that reason. I have thrown away a lot of bits for exactly that reason. It just, it happens. And mm-hmm. then... It's, Not that uh, it was bad or I was like, oh, I can't do it. Or It's I'm, exactly the same know. or I stole it or whatever. No, yeah. it's just that kind of, it's, um, it's that thing where it's up to you at that point of like, do I have something to say that's different enough that mm-hmm. it's like, it's its own thing and I think it's worth my time and effort or like, do I, am I kind of like, oh, they kind of got like what I was thinking about with this premise. Yeah, yeah. And not only that, but yeah, like I'm always kind of thinking like in a weird way, not every premise, but not, or not every topic, but certain topics I'm like, okay, that comic already hit it. I don't need to do it. Like it's already out there. Like how many different comics can talk about this in a different way? That's real. That's real. And it's because that's entirely up to you at that point. Right. And in a weird way too, I'm almost thinking like, oh, if he, if he got to that topic first, I'll just grab it. I'll just try to find something that nobody else is talking about like oh well, i'll just f- look towards something that 
is isn't that whole, hit yet. Is that whole like how many Trump jokes do you really need? Right, thing exactly. Where like because for just it's just that thing where it just kept going on. And you're like, you know what? And it can still be gonna funny be for another two years. I mean, it can be funny. I can have a Trump joke that's fucking hilarious. And you know what? Before I even say it on stage, I'll be still sick of it because yeah. it's it's automatically hack. Mm-hmm. It just it's the low hanging fruit. Certain pop culture references feel like that hacky stuff. Any type of like political stuff, I always feel like it's kind of hacky or it's just it that's what it is. And I don't in a weird way it's like I went to school, I went to college for political science. And at one small time I wanted to be a lawyer. Hmm. And like in a weird way when I started doing comedy I don't I I I haven't done anything political. I don't do anything that has to do with that's the thing, uh, though. Anything like that. That's the thing, though, is that comedy is. It is political, and it is defending points and saying all this shit. It's just the sugar coating on the pill. Mm-hmm. You take your medicine, but you don't realize it at the time. Like, the only military joke I had was this idea of military time being stupid. Speaking of the military, do you guys think that military time is confusing as fuck still? Like, I have no idea how to tell military time. And I'm a college graduate. Like, we are handing these people guns and then teaching them to tell math and tell time at the same time. Like, that's not going to happen with a lot of these soldiers. I'm sorry to say it. Most of our soldiers aren't the guys that are learning math, right? No. But why are we saying it? Like, was it confusing to people when we said meet at the rendezvous at midnight? Were people like, what the fuck does midnight mean? Is that like 11 or noon 30? No, we got to come up with this meet us at 2400 hours. And you're like, okay, first of all, what the hell is 2,400? It's 2,400 hours. And why are we even calling it hours? Like, when I first started playing military time with, like, my friends in, like, elementary school, I was always, like, you know, playing guns and shit. And he's like, we're going to kill Bin Laden at 0,800 hours. I was like, what is that, July? Oh, you meant 8 a.m. Well, why don't you say fucking 8 a.m.? Because that's the thing with military is that we... We have to be confusing, because that perpetuates our job. Like, oh, they're telling us uh, this complicated military time. They must be uh, very, you know, savvy and technical. Uh, I think they're just idiots that want to, like, fool us and make us confused. And that worked out actually pretty decent. Um, I don't do it a lot now, but I feel like there's so many things that I feel like I don't do. Like, I get in these waves where I'll, like... What do you tend to focus on? Yeah. Like your jokes. Like, what do you, what are you like? It's weird that I don't tell jokes about this. Or you're like, I keep going back to jokes about this. I do feel like I, I tend to go towards dating a lot or mm-hmm. like relationships. Yeah. Women, ups and downs. Is their skull a different shape? <laughs> right. Does it matter? Could I fit their skin I... around my elbows like this? Or should I call her? Should I follow her home and mm-hmm. tell her my name is Yahtzee? Yeah. Like, I have this new bit about, um, <laughs> The three times in my life that a woman has asked me, what do you want to do to me? And my answer has been horrible all three times. What's what's the answer all three times? Just rapid fire. One, two, three. The first one was, I want to suck your titties. Okay, number two. The second one was, I want to braid your hair. Okay, cool. Number three. I want to make love to you. Wow. (laughs) I thought one was okay. Two, I actually like because, fun fact, for nerds, uh... 
Alec Baldwin's character on 30 Rock. That was one of his things, was he liked braiding women's hair after having <laughs> sex with them. But also, like, he was the most manly of manly, but, like, he always like, wanted to braid their hair afterwards. I like doing it, too. But women don't want to hear that when... No, yeah. Like, ultimately, all three of them wanted to just hear, like, let's fuck. No, they did. And you just <laughs> found weird ways of saying that where yeah. either it was too specific or you were, like... Like, you gave off the impression that you're like, I guess I'll fuck you, but, like, really, I'm all about cuddling and <laughs> braiding your hair and making friendship bracelets afterwards and talking about what boys are the cutest in our class. <laughs> but also making each other come a lot. I'll, like, I'll do that yeah, like, first, but, like, just because you want it, and then afterwards the real pleasure for me <laughs> comes from braiding your hair. The romance is definitely, like, yeah, but, like, it's weird. I feel like you need to find your dating element because, mm-hmm. like, you are more of a romantic, it seems to me. Definitely. Yeah, and, and you appreciate those things, but especially with, like, dating apps today, stuff like that, where people are very, like, they're looking for, like, their match, mm-hmm. you know? So it's a lot of short, you know, one, two dates with someone, and then they're kind of like, yeah, or they're like, nah, and... It's a lot of, you know, one or two days, nah, no thanks, or whatever, and you seem like a long-term dude to me, more so. I mean, I definitely don't want necessarily to always think long-term, but um, I tend to definitely, you know, date pretty monogamously and serial, where it it tends to go long-term. Well, because that's the thing, is it's not the intention to go long-term, but I think what I'm trying to get at is... You seem like you are much, you're very interested in the romance and the relationship oh, yeah. part of a relationship as yeah. opposed to just like the um, the sexual part and also the like, oh, could I do better? I'm going to compare this person to other people I've dated, yeah. like rank them one to ten, you know, oh. Well, I've always, I think I, I might have even talked to you about it before where I always Probably. felt like, you know, even if you have like this great connection with this woman and you're having sex like every day for like a good hour. You know, you're just doing everything. You're making each other come like four times, whatever. And it's amazing. You know, everything is great. Okay, outside of that hour, there's still those 23 hours in that day that you're going to have to do something else with her. That 23 hours should just be as good. It should be just as fun. It should be okay. You right. know, it should be maintaining I'm not about, like, your life. Amazing every second of that day, but it should be like, I'm having just a good a time with you with our clothes on as well as without our clothes on. Just that I, if you, like, if you're in a relationship and you're going to live with someone, like, you have to be able to live with them. Yeah. Which I think surprises people mm-hmm. sometimes, but mm-hmm. like, it's like, yeah, we, you know what? We all knew that that dude was annoying as shit. And really clingy and shitty, and we told you, and you're always like, I don't know, because, you know, we, he was really romantic to you, and you had a ton of sex. Now you live together, and you hate it, and you want to leave the room all right. the time, and just go somewhere else. It's weird, though, that, like, I've... It tricks you. It's like, I've always, like, had this idea of, like, yeah, I want to do a lot of, like, romantic things, you know, these big grand gestures, like, show my affection, you know... All this right, shit. that's adorable though. It's it's there there some of these are weird, it's too right. much. But like <laughs> no, but that's the thing, is that I think a lot of the time from your bitching to me, it's right. like you're not wrong. Like <laughs> you're right. The world is just shitty. But like you shouldn't lose faith in yourself. Yeah, you there's know? it is weird how um yeah, just a lot of uh things are wasted on the unwilling. You know, the people that are just, you know, not into it. That's what Yahtzee told me. <laughs> 
No, like that's that's it. I think rom coms fuck everyone up too. Of course, like for life, everyone's just if you could have the most stable, beautiful home life, and if you grew up on rom coms, you're gonna be the dysfunctional mm-hmm. insanity type where you're like, I'm not in love if we're not arguing or having great sex at any given point in time. Like, there's always been those moments where, you know, a guy has been clumsy or stupid or whatever. Yeah. And that's in in the eyes of the female lead. It's like endearing or somehow like, oh, wow, look how cute he looks when he tripped into that fountain. That was so adorable. Because It's like his flaws draw me closer to him because I see his vulnerability. But in a way, it's beautiful because you know what? We're all human and we're all vulnerable. And there will be a scene of me being really clumsy and like spilling coffee mm-hmm. on my shirt in front of my boss. And people like me because of that. So, oh. Right. And, and of course, like the subtext, too, is that no matter what, she's already into him because he's, you know, an, an architect to the stars or something. Because he's Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> yeah. And Beginning, he, middle, and end. And he designs houses for, you know, celebrities. And he lives in one because he's mm-hmm. a celebrity. Of course. Designed like, his own house, Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Multi-talented. Mm-hmm. Come be on our Sex in the City podcast, he, Mark he, Ruffalo. He's actually Mark Ruffalo as Mark Ruffalo, who no. stopped acting to become a huge designer architect <laughs> no this is his biopic yeah this is his second life he's like he's, you know what I'm, I'm over movies i'm gonna now become an architect like i wanted to all this long all this time that's gonna be his oscar film it's <laughs> the first documentary does right directs produces writes and stars in mm-hmm. yeah can you write a documentary i think it doesn't matter you can edit it you can edit edits I mean, and yeah, stars yeah in. i mean i mean the voiceover has to read something let's let's hear that let's hear that oscar acceptance speech for <laughs> from mark Ruffalo. ruffalo's uh <laughs> you ruffle me low <laughs> uh, i want to thank everybody at united artists I also want to thank uh, my lovely wife. She told me it was a stupid idea to call it You Ruffle My Low, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it anyway, babe. Look at me now. I also want to thank my lovely side piece. Um, It's also uh, awkward to bring this up, but uh, she liked that I called it You Ruffle My Low. Uh, I'm actually uh, saying that uh, um, I should probably divorce you, bitch. It's side piece now. Yeah. Also, uh, make sure you save the trees. Mark Ruffalo, everyone. Give it up. Mark Ruffalo. (laughs) The Ruffalo Buffalo. Call me that. He's the Mark Buffalo. Mm Mm-hmm. God. I feel like uh, there was definitely um, a lot of douchebaggery um, led by him. Was there? He's he's a pretty big really, douche when it comes really, to stars. I don't really know anything about him except that he was the Incredible Hulk. Mm-hmm. But I liked Edward Norton better, so I'm kind of mad about it. That's right. what I know about Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, and, and he uh, was a character in Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. It's true. He does make good movies, but he is not that great of a guy outside of movies. But I don't know him outside of movies, so I don't care. <laughs> Do you hang out with Mark Ruffalo a lot? And be I don't. like, you know, I don't like his personality from closely knowing him. <laughs> well, I mean, there are certain like personality traits that we're not willing to uh, overlook when it comes to art. You know, I don't think Kevin Spacey's going to be getting a lot of work coming Bill Cosby? up. Cosby? No. That career. Um, so, like, Mark Ruffalo, as long yeah. as he doesn't, like, you know, have a Me Too moment. He can be a you big mean, douche. As long as he's not labeled a sexual predator yes. or a rapist. As long as he's not those. 
He can be the douchebag. Like he you can, can still murder be that. someone. You can murder someone, <clears throat> but you can like still you be get the away asshole with on set. Yeah, the prima donna, the guy that you know is asking for the only brown M and M's and shit like that. You can be that guy. Who? You just can't touch anybody. <laughs> yes, exi- because human beings are human beings and not M and M's. But I feel like you, except for M and M, you shouldn't be that douche. As well as not be that predator Appreciate either. Appreciate what I just said about Eminem. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that was hilarious. God, I fucking hate you. to call my parents who love me and sometimes help me with the rent and then tell them what assholes they are for not supporting my dreams. <laughs> and I just fucking drove. I didn't look. I just drove and I th- th- it bumped. There were you haven't looked back. dents in my car afterwards. I don't know what I hit because I closed my eyes so that God wouldn't see me, but I hit something. <laughs> and I think it was a nun and a baby. Oh, shit. This is real? Yeah. Yes, that's why I said don't record this. <laughs> they can use it in court then. They will definitely use it in court, especially when I yeah, put it on the podcast. Please, I, I, I'm begging you, Daryl. I'm begging <laughs> also. So I have this drug dealer. Mm-hmm. Uh, mainly deals me weed, sometimes a bit of um, Dayquil. Uh, just to, like mellow the high. You uh, can't get that yourself. You have to get not it. anymore. I can't. <laughs> After this next story, I'll tell you. Okay. Got this drug dealer, and you know what? Great dude. Mm. He's awesome. Went to his apartment to you know pick up some goods. Get get quillin, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. Spend <laughs> right. my day well. Uh, went there. He went to the bathroom quillin. while I was there. Yes, because. He trusts me, and I went to his fridge, mm-hmm. and I had a bag. I don't know why I did this. I just started putting things in the bag. Like From I his paid fridge? Him for the drug. Yeah, he'd notice if I stole the drugs, but I just started taking yeah, I got some all cheddar this, like, cheese. Hot pockets and... Fridge, not freezer. Oh, okay. It's cheddar cheese. Mm-hmm. It was some dried apricots. Some lettuce, some almond milk. Don't tell me what I stole from my drug Okay, I didn't know. I was, <laughs> I was just guessing. I didn't. No, it was cheese and it was apricots. And mm-hmm. they were both organic because I can't afford that shit. But the drug dealer can, of course. Of course he can. He's living off my misery. Yeah. Of the common cold. And you're, yeah, he's marking you up for NyQuil. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> for your quills. <laughs> now let me tell you why I'm not allowed to buy DayQuil at yes, the store anymore do. is because I was at a CVS uh, and I took a gun out and I threatened to shoot everyone in the store. So they don't uh, let me in there anymore. Right. Well, I That's guess that one. I would yeah, probably not let you in there either. <laughs> And I really don't know where you buy Dayquil other than mm. CV. Nope. I really shouldn't say I can't buy Dayquil. Just like I'm brand loyal. Like you could buy it from online. I'm brand loyal to CVS, but they will not allow me in the store anymore. So I hire people. Well, what about a different CVS? No, none of them. The whole chain. The whole chain. You know, technically the police. It's um, like you got like a wanted poster, like in the every CVS. It's like don't let this girl buy any Dayquil or any type. Just don't, don't let her, let in, the her store. in the store. Yeah. yeah, I mean, technically, um, I mean, law enforcement is looking for me too. But the thing that <laughs> really bums, things that really bums me out is the CVS thing. Mm-hmm. That's the one I can't handle. Yeah, you were really hoping you could get your cigarettes still at a at a decent price, 
as well as, yeah, your feminine products. All at the same place. Yeah. My God. Yeah. CVS, 24 CVS. hours a day. Don't you want to uh, advertise CVS here? We're there for you. <laughs> Tell you what, always. Yes. That was going back to the tampon pads thing. What? Because there's a type of pad called always. That's oh, that the, is, That's yes. the brand name. Yes. Because you're fucking stupid. <laughs> No, I thought we were talking about always before. Like you're. T- when are we like- not? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. I Daryl, can I just tell you, I am having the worst period right now. Like my guts feel like they're in a blender and they're being I've, mixed up, and then they're shooting out of my vagina it must be this week because there's like three girl f- comics that I've hit up throughout this week at open mics. You know, just casually asking them like, "Hey, what's up? How's it going?" And their first statement was. My ovaries are bleeding, or something to the effect of, there's blood coming out of my vagina right now, so Blood fuck coming off. out of my vagina, <laughs> there's blood on my hands, it won't wash off, what yeah. did I do, what did I do? It's, it's very quickly me like, the day I'm quill. on my period, don't talk to me. <laughs> That's re- No, I'll still talk to you on my period, though. Because <laughs> CVS has my back, and by CVS, I mean Sam, who I pay $15 to go and buy me things in the CVS, and then bring them outside. Or I almost want to think it's like, yeah, they don't say like, I don't want to talk to you, but it is a precursor. Like, hey, by the way, here's a here's a warning. Here's a little disclaimer before I say anything further. Uh, I'm on my period. <laughs> I'm a little bit mean right now. Yeah, I could say something very horrible at any moment, by it's, the way. <laughs> exactly. Daryl, I think, you know what? I worry about you here living on your own. I think it's time for a little... This little memory of you with your dad. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we could we could go back down memory lane for another heart to heart with my dad. Tell me about tell What do you Tell want? me what happened. Tell me your last conversation you had with your dad over the phone. Just reconnecting. Um Oh, I talked to him about my grandpa dying. So that was a uh, very cool. Hello? Hey dad, what's up? Who is this? It's me, your son, Daryl. How, how are you? Donald? Uh, no, it's Daryl. You know, your only son? Uh, oh, Daryl. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, is the, uh, is the receiver, are you, you got a good connection, or can you hear me? No, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm in the shed in the back. Mm-hmm. Bad reception. Okay, well, what, what do you, turn off the leaf blower. What do you want? Uh, I just wanted to talk to you, you know, about the, the latest, uh, doings with our family. You know, uh, Grandpa just died. Yeah, I know. And are you, are you, you're not sad, or how do you feel about it? Man keeps his emotions to himself, Daryl. Really? Because I've kind of cried a lot about it. I mean, I feel like he was a really good guy. I stand by what I said. So you've just been running the leaf blower ever since then, or? Yep. Cause, uh, been making some shelves. Did, when did you hear about it? Did, who told you? Oh, I was there. Oh, you. so you knew mm. exactly he died? When he passed, I witnessed it. And how come you didn't tell me about it? Because I, I heard about it a week ago. That's more your mother's type of thing. She didn't tell me for like a, a few days either. I don't I don't deal with all that woman stuff. Like telling a person that their grandfather's died? That's woman stuff, Dad? Periods or divorce talk or whatever. It's right. just I'm uncomfortable with it. That's cool. So are you going to go to the funeral or? Well, yeah. Are you? Well, yeah, of course. I'm going to be a pallbearer. I'm going to walk the, the coffin down the, the aisle and everything. You're bringing a date? Uh, you know, 
No, Dad. I mean... Wait, you can't get a date for your grandfather's funeral? I mean, I, I haven't really thought about it. I mean, I haven't really th- asked any girls to many funerals before. I don't feel like that's, like, really, like, a, a good way to get to know a girl. Uh, and, and I mean, I last few funerals I went to, I had a girlfriend. So, you know, now I don't. And I'm single, so I don't, I don't know if I can invite a girl to a funeral. Son. Yeah, Dad? I know how scared you are of women. <laughs> I'm just... Say, funeral, th- this is your chance. Get the pity. You get the pity first. They see you cry. They can't leave. You marry them. Do you have any women in mind, Dad? Why, yes, I do. You know you know that girl you went to high school with? Nancy Kudrow? Yeah? You know, she's still working down at the local grocer's, uh, Stan's Mart. She works at Stan Smart? That's awesome. Yeah, Stan Smart. And you, and you see her? She's talked about me? Every time I'm buying groceries there. She says, oh, what's that son of yours, D'Artagnan, doing? And I'm like, he's thinking about you, just like I am, all the time. You don't, you don't correct her and say that it's actually Daryl? <laughs> my son's name is Daryl? Don't ruin a good thing for yourself. Okay, so she thinks my name is D'Artagnan. That's cool, though. And then you you talk me up and you say, hey, yeah, my son's really cool. And- well, he's doing this. Uh, he's he's scared of speaking, so he gets up in front of crowds of people who jeer at him because he's, he's not good at comedy. He's not good at what he does. And you can listen to a recording of that he releases every week. Oh, and he has this wow, hot Dad. lesbian friend who he does another show about, about sex in the city. I don't know why a lesbian would be interested in that. That's more of a homosexual man's show from what I'm aware. I, I don't, I was from a different time. I don't know. That's just what it seems like to me. But like, one of them there has balls. That's all I'm saying. But you know what? He's a good kid. It sounds like, Dad, you know a lot about me. It's awesome. That's, like, amazing that you know this much about me. <laughs> I over, I overhear your mother talking about you. That's, that's, that's woman stuff. That's, <laughs> that's, like, folding laundry and... Podcasts are women stuff? <laughs> that, I don't even know what that word is. You may as well... Makeup, jewelry, uh, uh, lip gloss, uh, uh, affair, uh, just... I don't know what these things are. They're things your mother talks about. It's not important. I'm just here leaf blowing. So, Dad, I think it'll be really cool to have that girl come with me to the funeral. You've sold me. I need that girl. Nancy from Sam Smart? Yep. I feel like you should give me her number so I can hit her up. Because I don't have her number, otherwise I would have already called it. I will go to the Sam Smart then and go and talk to her about being my date. Make sure you go to Sam Smart and not Sam Smart. People I, mix those up. And they're right next to each other? It's the smartphone store. For the rich, bougie people in town that also sells groceries. It's and a- then the other is the grocery store in town for the real, like, homegrown oats type town folk born here that also sells electronics. It's in the smart, smart, smart dick. Sam's smart. Yeah. And Sam's mart. Don't mix them up. You know what Sam's mart? It's in the mart, mart district. Right? The Son, mar- come home. We miss you. <laughs>
Your mother told me to tell you that. I don't listen to none of that woman stuff. Well, you know what? After Grandpa's passed, I, I think I should. I think I should move back in with you guys. I didn't say to come back to the specific house. I just meant the, the vicinity. You, you don't want me to live in the, the garage or out back? I want you to live. I want that for you. <laughs> Isn't that enough? This was a good talk, son. I really got to get back to these leaves. Yeah, you should, Dad. Uh, good talking to you. I'll see you at the funeral. Bye. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. Dad. Oh, my gosh. It's like I was there. That memory was so vivid. Yeah, like those times that I've talked to my dad, um, I will say it's not gone far off. <laughs> did you Did you ever make it to the Sam Smart? I did not, no. No? Mm-mm. Not even I the Sam I haven't Sam seen Smart? Nancy at all. She hasn't been there. Um, I And I thought she was going to be there, but she she wasn't. Well, you didn't invite her. I know. It's going to be horrible, but I'll have to soldier on without her. It's going to be fine. Maybe I'll just meet some single girl there, you know, you know, a friend of, uh, you know, my cousin or something. She Make sure it's up. not a cousin of your cousin, because right. that's still your cousin. <laughs> yeah. You know that, right? I'll, I'll make sure it's, yeah, at least second removed. Good, good boy, mm-hmm. good boy. Double, yeah. double check those yeah. boxes. I will make sure. We'll, we'll go on Ancestry first. We'll go on Ancestry.com, and then two weeks later, then we'll bone. Good rule of thumb, really. <laughs> yeah. I should do it's that important. with every girl, right? No matter who I meet, I should just be like, hey, America- we should make sure we're not sister and brother right america is a melting pot it's the great experiment sometimes experiments create terrible mistakes yeah i also heard um in a weird podcast one time that uh incest isn't that bad it's not as prevalent like it doesn't like breed like you know people growing feet out of their foreheads and stuff or, Are you arguing for incest right now? <laughs> yes, I want to have sex with my sisters very much. So your sis, you, you have a very attractive <laughs> twin sister, and I'm sure the twin thing is also a weird appeal. Or Would the it opposite. be weird if I wanted to have sex with my stepsister? It'd be weird, but like acceptable if Wes Anderson directed it. Right, because then it would be love. It'd be uh, like no, I'm, it wouldn't just be sexual. No. It would be an important part of your life. Mm-hmm. As a child genius grown up. It'd be like to, a forbidden uh, love type of angle. Like, we can't be together because our parents are already together. Because, well, at this point, they're not because Mr. Tenenbaum has been estranged, but he's trying to come back under the guise of saying he has cancer. So we're not only trying to bring our parents back together, but we're also trying to get together ourselves. We're parent trapping them while thirst trapping each other. Yeah. I like that angle. I like this movie, and I like that it's directed by Wes Anderson. Me too. That's my favorite part. Can I be played by, like, Jason Schwartzman? You'd get... Or, like, a... Or Owen Wilson. Ooh, ooh. See, I'm seeing more of a Luke Wilson for you. And he shaves his head still? Of the Wilson brothers. You know, he still, like, tries to look like me. No, no, no. Yeah, it's gonna be like you, but Luke Wilson trying to look like you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So not at all like you. Right. <laughs> That's okay. I don't mind... There I don't mind go. a creative choice of, hey, we're going to get somebody that looks way better than you. <laughs> and then call him you. But we'll do that thing with the end credits where we show actual video of you. And yes. then people start vomiting and crying in the aisles. They're like, whoa, what? Like, yeah. I hate this. We're so glad that you made it Luke Wilson instead. Because <laughs> if it was him, 
this would make absolutely no money at all. Or sense. <laughs> Who wants that as a romantic lead? <laughs> yeah, thank you. You're welcome. I'm I glad love, we're friends. Yeah, I know. I was going to say, like, I feel like if uh, you didn't shit on me, I'd feel like something was up. Like, what is up with April? She's not telling me I'm a horrible person every single second. No, because, like, that's sometimes <laughs> I do worry that I'm too mean. And mm-hmm. I do think I am too mean. But also, uh,. I've had certain guests on the podcast pull me aside and go like, hey, is April like upset with you? Or was really? She, was she really like pissed off when she left? And I was like, no, that's just April. <laughs> she just, I think, just gets to a point where she just can't hang out with me anymore. That's No, that's humanity, <laughs> though. And also, you should know this about me by now. If I don't like a person, yeah, like not even like if I'm indifferent to them, but like I don't like that person, I just don't speak to them. <laughs> if I'm speaking, like if I'm making horrible fun of you, that probably means that like we're friends or I want to be friends at least because like yeah. I'm, I'm paying attention to you and being mean is the only way that I know to show attention and therefore affection. I feel like in the comedy scene... It is very much like that talking shit is that affection, you know, like people are only going to like, you know, say rude things to you if they actually, you know, feel comfortable around you, actually want to be next to you. If they're paying attention to you. Yeah. You know, like if they don't like you, they can just stand in a slightly farther away group of comedians and talk about how uh, jokes are hard and I can't pay rent and Mm -hmm. I'm sad dating. And they'll genuinely, you know, yeah, not. They'll feel awkward if they were to ever make fun of you because it would be like, oh, I'm really making fun of this dude. It's not like, oh, yeah, I don't mean it. I kind of mean it. But it's like in jest. It's not like an actual insult. Right. The ones who you actually hate. That's like some people do that. But for the most part, I think the ones where you're like, I really think this mean, horrible thing about you. (laughs) It's more like you think that to yourself and you're like, no, I've gone from being jovial and fun in my anger to just just hatred in my anger and I don't so I'm just gonna think this to myself and avoid that person mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah it sucks it I've never had that many thoughts about that many people especially in a negative type of way where it's like I can't be around this person I mean I will say like I'm close with certain people and not close with others but it's not like oh I can't talk to this person and I just won't talk to them for very long. It'll just be like, okay, we'll see each other, have one or two exchanges of whatever, and that'll be it. Yeah, we're not going to like stand and talk for 20 minutes or whatever. But then there will be other people where it'll be like, no, we'll actually have a real conversation. It'll be just us hanging out for however long it is. Yeah, exactly. Like, I want to tell you about my life. It's like, I want to listen to your life. I want to be updated. Exactly, yeah. I dig it. It's like not... I'm not saying like ones like the the one that isn't more intimate is wrong. I'm not saying like that person is a shithead. It's just we don't have as much in common or we're not as close. It's like we're in a different Yeah, it's nothing atmosphere. Most the majority of the time it's nothing personal. Mm-mm. It's just you only have so much time basically and like there are people who you connect with more easily than others yeah you can't like you sit and i tell you daryl you're fat 
and you're dumb and <laughs> I hate you. Your glasses are like a worse version of my glasses and I hate myself. So I hate my glasses. Yours are still worse. The beard, mm-hmm. you keep changing it. Why? <laughs> what are you trying to do? Reinvent yourself? Yeah. Gay, closeted, hate so speech, stupid, alone until you die. Daryl, we're friends. <laughs> See, I'm the like so opposite of that type of dude. Like, where I'm not that natural to be like, oh, April, like, this is all the shitty things about you, you know? It's like, what are the shitty things about me? Tell me shitty things about me. I want to know, like, force yourself to do it, although um, you won't have to force yourself. Yeah, I would say, um, just, uh, a. Just say things. It doesn't matter right now. We're podcasting. Um, I'm two beers in. If I want to yell at you about it, I will, and it'll be fine. I'll say, um, flighty, and... Go fuck yourself. (laughs) Keep going, though. I want to hear. I want to hear. I am shitty like that. I know that. Um, I'm mad because it hits home. A little manic. What the fuck Um, is that supposed to mean? You know, you could be uh, very happy one second, and then very... Not happy another second. <laughs> this is absolutely true. Yeah, continue. A little bipolar, yeah. That. I well, mean, my mom is bipolar, so am I bipolar? I mean, I'm genetically, like, dispositioned yeah. towards it, so maybe. Who knows? Um. Yeah, a little mean, for sure. I'm, but man, some, sometimes I'm, <laughs> I'm so used to it that I'm just numb, but sometimes, like, I'll surprise myself. I'll There's be like, those certain that things was... that you're like, okay, I don't mind being called that. Or if she wants to, like, you know, forget my name and stupid things like that, it's like, whatever. Like, if it was your dad, it'd be different. That would be genuinely (laughs) hurtful. Yeah, that would be. But, uh, no, I feel like sometimes, like, it's not necessarily to me, but I've I've seen you definitely, like, say things to other comics where I'm like, oh. What are things that I've said that were, like, too far? (laughs) Was it to Seth? My future roommate? Uh, no. No? What what have I I said? I can't recall. I want to say, like, there was a few times, um... I don't know, like... Make a lot of fun of Brandon Jetty, of Seth Woodward. Definitely. Of, um, who else do I just ridicule? Tony Gartley, obviously. Oh, yeah. I don't like being two-faced. That's the problem. (laughs) And the people who I genuinely dislike force me to be two-faced. It's true. I feel like it's weird. When I was, um, when I was younger, when I first started, like, smoking weed, I would run into people and automatically always think like, oh, you smoke weed? I smoke weed? We're automatically so cool. Like, you you we're must be friends. awesome. You're like, yeah, we're automatically chums and cool. And if you're a girl, whoa. Then mm-hmm. you're like double cool. There's no, re- there's no and, way at all you could secretly but overtly be a bitch. Right. You can't be crazy or, yeah, just looking to smoke, get smoked out all the time. Um, but that's the thing. So, like... Clearly, after a while, you realize, like, oh, it's not, like, everybody's just automatically cool. You you can just run into, yeah, dickheads that smoke weed, you know? That was a very, I had a very, am I cutting you off? No, I was going to say, like, comedy is kind of the same way, where, like, when I first started comedy, I always was like, wow, you do comedy? You're automatically cool. But then, it like, you know, after a while, it's like, not everybody's cool. Like... It's it's just yeah we do comedy. <laughs> yeah yeah it's I understand very much what you're talking. I had to um I think I've gone through a lot of um learning experiences which like and I'll bitch to you about this about certain people who come off to me a certain way that just like 
just I have a hard time yeah. dealing with, which is like because that's a thing that stuck I'm sure out to me. People was like, that have a hard time with me. Yeah, exactly. But like that's one of my like biggest things is knowing people who say one thing and do another, or yeah. kind of the people who are charming as shit and are it comes you come to realize that they're two-faced and maybe Mm -hmm. they are being genuine when they're being nice and charming but also they're still two-faced and they're still gonna you don't know when they're lying and when they're not or what they mean what they like things like that like you have to learn those the hard way and because you have to have yourself when they want to be your friend and when they don't and yeah you know what do you bring to their table yeah, it's 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 the um, fair weather friend or the, you know, you're convenient right now or whatever. Yeah, the one-way friends. Yeah, That's exactly. what I call them is that, like, you know, they'll always go one way. You know, they're not calling you up, but if you call them up and go, hey, I have a cabin in Big Bear, do you want to come? They'll be like, yeah. And they'll be nice as shit and charming as hell and wonderful the whole time. Yeah. And then they won't return your calls for two months. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. And, that's real. And when but, you get up there, they'll drink all your booze, but not chip in. <laughs> yeah, not that. Literally, that's a learning experience. That's that you have to be made a fool of mm-hmm. a couple of times before you start to realize you're like. Sometimes this is just you really don't know, you know, and that's and it's just a hard part of life. And you have yeah. to figure that shit out for yourself. Yeah, yeah, I've had those moments. I remember when I first started working at Disneyland. I had a lot of people suddenly just tell me like automatic, like just hit me out of the woodwork and just suddenly was like, Hey, what's going on? Like you want to hang out sometime? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, uh, of what? We haven't like talked in like a year and a half. Uh, I don't know if, uh, okay, I guess we could. And then like quickly, like the next conversation is like, so I heard you work at Disneyland. Uh, you think we could get in for free sometime? Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, Oh, you never wanted to hang out. You just want me to sign you in. Yeah, you. This is I'm a connection to you. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, now it makes sense why I am now hearing from you. Yeah, <laughs> in no, a year and a half. That's extremely real. That's extremely yeah. real. But it's always like around this veil of uh, you know, like, hey man, what's going on? Remember like, me from before? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's, it's been a while. Let's catch up. Let's hang. Let's boo. And then it quickly goes into, hey, how can you help me? And you're like, oh, oh, I get it. Humanity is flawed. (laughs) We're all part of a spectrum between black and white, but ain't none of us on the good side of it. We're all in that dirty, filthy middle. What's All right, the this, um, I've been doing this last segment for these last few episodes, and I kind of like it. So it's called "Inside the Actors" or "Inside the Comics Studio." Inside the Comics Studio. I like that. That's a long name, but I like it. Yep, and it's uh, just some rapid-fire questions that I have stolen from uh, James Lipton, who has also uh, had some questions stolen by. Bernard Peebo. Oh, good. Yeah, so anyway. Someone else committed the crime. It's okay for you to do it, too. Yeah, they're altered a little bit, but I like them anyway. It's only wrong to do new crimes. Yep. Like stealing cryptocurrency. <laughs> right. All right, I love it. All right, first question. 
If you could make a geometric shape, what would it be? And what would it be called? Oh, I like that. If I could make a geometric shape? Yeah, if you could make one up. Or if you just could... You could also just rename something that already exists. It would be... No, it would be a square. Mm -hmm. But it would be a square that is visibly sad. Like suffering from depression. Like a sad square. Yes, but like... A clinically sad, like chemically imbalanced square, and I would name it Edges. <laughs> so if you said, "Hey, look at that Edges over there," yeah, people it'd would be a look sad square, and they'd be like, "It's a square, but it seems sad." <laughs> I like it. Me too. Yeah, Edges would be cool. I mean, it would look sad, but it would be a cool shape nonetheless. Well, that's part of what makes it an individual shape. <laughs> It's not ideal, Mm -hmm. but it's our flaws that define us. Right. I like it. Okay, next question. What is your favorite joke that never gets a laugh? My, oh, man. Oh, my current one. I talk about how I'm, uh, this is, the beginning is a good joke where I'm like, oh, I'm going to be murdered because I, you know, am small and a woman, Mm -hmm. 135 (laughs) pounds. I'm like, I look like I would uh, be murdered for having sex in the woods (laughs) on a camping trip premaritally or whatever yeah so that's the whole build up of the joke which i love but then i'm also it goes to uh i'm like i look like i could fit on carry-on luggage <laughs> like my body would save my murderer the 50 dollar check-in fee right and and the bit that, <laughs> that never work? works from it no, no no that works but the bit that doesn't work is my follow-up where i'm like and that doesn't feel good for my self-esteem either because that means that like I'm a starter victim. Like, <laughs> I'm like, you can mess up on this one. It doesn't, this is not the girl you've been stalking for 10 years. You're like working your way up to it. Like, someone could murder me and just be testing the waters. Be right. like, you know, maybe I should try pottery again. <laughs> maybe murdering isn't for me. Exactly. Maybe serial <laughs> killing isn't my thing. That's, and yeah, to like, me, I tried it and eh, I didn't like I it. I don't know. It's, eh. She didn't give me the thrill I needed. Don't think I'll do it again. I don't know. <laughs> Not as good as I thought, you know, right. like skydiving or whatever. You would have been a disappointment to the serial killers out I, there in this world. Well, that's the thing. It's just that because of how easy it would be to serial kill me. Mm-hmm. You're not enough of a challenge for the, that. The, I feel like there's a 50-50% likelihood that someone would murder me and be like, you know, it's, 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 I don't, I'm maybe I'll just go back to college. I don't know. <laughs> And no one, I've not found, either it's not funny or just I have never been able to find a way to say it so that it right. is to normal people. But Yeah, you just got to find that crowd, that right crowd. Right? I like it, though. I still, I think it's funny. Right? I do, too. Just no one agrees with me. All right, next question. If hell exists, what do you want to hear Satan say to you? I've been looking forward to this. <laughs> just, just I've been looking forward to this. Awesome. I just, like that. Exactly. Okay, next question. What sexual position will you never try again? Or scenario. That's, huh. Because uh, I had a guest, I think Patrick Butcher. He said that he'll never do it in a car again. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, sex he'll never do again. Um, I feel like a car is a position fun. in itself. No, it is, but... Uh, and this one I probably will do again because you don't really know till it's too late. Mm-hmm. But unreciprocated oral sex. Mm. So you won't give a BJ unless you're getting it as well? 
you don't have to go down on me, but I would like something. I'm mm-hmm. not the I'll blow you in a car and then you're just like, cool, peace out and leave. That is right. You want your peace too. That's Do you want to get well, off in some you, way? Why do you think I'm here? This right. is not was <laughs> you're not paying me any money, so give me something else. <laughs> so there's no yeah, unreciprocated Yeah, unreciprocated oral sex. I like that. I hate it. <laughs> I mean, I like that you would never, you never want that. Yeah, no, no, no. Good answer. Mm-hmm. Terrible reality. Yeah. Okay. Next question. What profession will you like to see abolished? Like just gone. Yeah. No more fill in the blank. Animal wranglers. On no TV more TV sets. Okay. No more animal wranglers. Let them be free. <laughs> just when it comes to having pets on TV shows. And different types of just live animals on... Wild animals, anything. Just no more wrangling, though. We're just going to have them on the show. They're allowed to negotiate their contracts like everyone else. (laughs) I get it. Treat animals like people. Treat them better than people, because they are. Right. Oh, okay, I get it. So you're one of those types of people. (laughs) Single? Yes, I am. (laughs) All right, next question. What celebrity would you like to be mistaken for? Oh, that's it. difficult. You know who I'd like to be mistaken for hmm. is um, Philip Seymour Hoffman, <laughs> which should be difficult now because now he's dead. But yes. actually, that's just someone whose career I really love and respect. And at certain you points... You want to look like him too? or At certain points in my life, I have. So, <laughs> you know, it's best of all worlds. Can you do a Philip Seymour Hoffman impression? No. I want... Yeah, that would be kind of interesting to hear. That's, I don't know how you even... I'd have to quote one of his roles, because yeah. so I could either... I could go very Truman Capote mm-hmm. on you. Mm-hmm. What I about just like, start doing the light voice and make little witticisms, like man pulled his dick out and told me, sign this. And I said, I'm sorry, but I think I'd have to just initial it. <laughs> witticisms. Or right. you could do like... Boogie Nights, like, I'm gay, but also I'm a person. I'm going to cry right. for a while. I'm a fucking idiot. I'm a oh, fucking idiot. Oh, no. I said that. Hey, you want to go see my car? I like. Or, or you could do The Master, mm-hmm. where he's just cult leader Yes. Quiz. I'm going to tell you several questions. Answer them truthfully. Do not blink. If you do, we start over. Question one Have you ever thought about murdering an animal? No. Question two. Do you fantasize about murdering animals? Yes. Question three. If question two is false, but question one is true, is there a difference? Yes. Question four. Was question three a trick? Yes. You blinked. We're starting again. Oh, no. <laughs> no, that was, a, that was totally a scene from the master. That... I'm amazed you had that audio clip on hand. I did. Let's skip to that other scene from The Master since you have it so handy. Okay? Okay. How do you make this drink? Uh, well, you put a little uh, sherry in this tumbler. Then you put a little vermouth in it. Sh- shake it up. Pour it over some, some maraschino cherries. Do you ever think about killing animals? You know I have. <laughs> Correct answer, you win the quiz, end of the film. <laughs> eh, credits roll. 
Wow! Why did they say credits roll at the end of that clip when the credits were rolling? That's crazy. It's for their... <laughs> it's their Ferris Bueller moment. It's they the, break the wall. It's for their blind viewers, the people that were actually blind watching the TV. They left it in for everyone, <laughs> yes. just in case. That's very progressive. It's very progresso. That film was sponsored kinda... by a soup company. Yeah. Okay, next question. <laughs> Give me the question. I won't blink. Uh, I, kinda, I guess we kind of went into the what's your best impression. But uh, next question is, can you make a fart noise? And if so, can, like a good please, one. No. please do it. I can only do it by farting, and I don't have one right now. You have, like, okay, you, you can only make a real fart noise. You can't make one, like, artificially. My art is based on truth. <laughs> have you ever tried? You can't even go, I like... Have. <laughs> no, like, that's what I can do, like... I did have one in here. Yeah, 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 I was going to say that. Wow. That sounded pretty decent. Oh, man. I had Thai so food for lunch. That's so funny. I love those. I love fart noises. We all love fart noises. Anyway, okay, next question. If you were to create a podcast, what would it be called? So it should be easy. It'd be called Horizontal Awareness, and it would be about the depression of shapes. <laughs> right, okay. I got it. And you, your first episode would be about the... Be called Parallel Thinking. <laughs> to be about squares that are depressed. Right. About the, the sad square. What was it called again? I don't remember either. <laughs> I think that's become abundantly clear that neither of us remembers. <laughs> what is, and maybe that's why it's so sad. Yes, it is. We can't even remember its name. Nope. All right, last question. What was the last time you were kissed? Oh, God. Can we skip that one? <laughs> On the mouth? Anywhere. But I'd oh, like to say man. in a romantic way. Yeah, yeah. Like, legitimate. Like, because that's yeah. the idea. Like, not by your mom. Or, like, you know, your doctor. Can I just go ahead and say that, honestly, I can't remember a date to give you? But it's, okay, so it's been more than six months? I honestly don't remember. Oh, wow. It's been that long. It's... It's a crazy world. I know. That's touchy. That's uh, Well, let's hope. Hey, people listening uh, to the podcast, go out there and make out with April. <laughs> Thank you. All of you. Open invitation. Yes. Mm-hmm. If you listen to this podcast, honestly, you're doing a lot better than a lot of the people I meet in bars. And if you do go up to April and you say, I listened to the podcast that you were on and I'm just here to make out with you, I'm sure she will. I'm contractually obliged. <laughs> now she is. Yes. Okay. It's that not was... prostitution if it's not sex. Nope. Yeah. In fact, um, most prostitutes aren't kissing. Exactly. It's the opposite. Me only kissing and hand holding. Are you a big kisser? I mean, when you do find that person that you are into, do you like? Yeah. Doing it? Yeah. I don't know. It's. Or is it just something that you like? It. Yeah. You just. It leads to more. No, no, no! I like it. I it's it's I do like all of that sappy shit that I make fun of mm-hmm. because it makes me feel weak and vulnerable. So I don't look at it in a legitimate way because I'm like, you can't hurt me if I hurt me more. Right, that sort of thing. Uh, 
But so I do that. But yes, it's 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 nice. It's the little reassurances. It's the feeling of support slash acceptance. All that like dumb fucking shit that we just have to do because we're people and we can't be robots yet. And we're like, I'm sad and an animal and I need comfort. And then it's like, yeah, that's okay, though. It is a weird type of like intimacy or connection that you have with someone that you don't have with a lot of other people in your life. That's true. That's you know, you true. Just, who, I mean, you might kiss a lot of people. Who knows? I don't. That's the thing, though, is that if you do do that, it's still. I think it's still probably the same ratio of people who you kiss who like it means something to you when you do it. Mm-hmm. You know, where it's like you could, you know, kiss like fifty people you know, or a weekend or whatever. And, or you could be the person who like goes out very seldom kisses like, you know, 50 people in a year. And probably both of you would still only be kissing like one or two people where you're like, this actually kind of means something to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I want that. (laughs) To kiss 50 people and have two of them mean something to you. I just want the two. You just want, the ones that mean something. That's real. That's real. That's, that's like they, there's not, no one's going to tell you how to figure that shit out, though, because no one has. Tell me how to love. All right. Maybe you should talk to your dad about that. I know I should. That's for another Next podcast. Time. Yes. Next time. All right, guys. Uh, let's shove on out. Uh, we've been definitely talking quite a little bit, uh, but April, of course. I will see you very shortly. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, yes. But definitely, thanks for coming by. You're always welcome here. I you was dropping off. <laughs> I was dropping off Thai food, and I do. Yeah. I looked after your cat once. So I will say you're probably the closest person that I have, uh, podcast wise as well as non podcast wise. Oh, that's caught. Just say I'm your friend. Yeah, you're a good friend. Yeah, definitely. I'm a mediocre friend, but yeah. like a close mediocre friend. I do like calling you a friend. Even though you probably hate being told that. No, I love it because it gives me more rain to be mean to you. <laughs> I can do it more because I'm like, he gets it. He knows we're friends. All right. So I will also know since we are friends and co-hosts, don't bother uh, doing anything social media wise with April. In fact, just Google go, me. Yeah, just Google her or just go to You're Such a Sex in the City podcast. Do that. And listen to all of those episodes. Even if you do not like the show itself, do not worry. There's plenty of other talk. We do not talk about Sex and the City for that much, even though it's called Sex and the City. Even though it's about Sex and the City. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And that's all we talk about. Maybe. Sometimes. We do. We spend a lot of time not talking about Definitely. it. Definitely. But we also talk about it. So, uh, But we also talk about Ted Kaczynski. Yeah. Ted Kaczynski. And we also have just also weird, just random musings about 9-11, abortion, uh, Jeff Goldblum yeah. is a recurring guest on the podcast. Sylvester Stallone, he's Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, he's sometimes there. his brother Sylvester Stallone. They're comes both by there. Too. Yeah, <laughs> twins. Sylvester wow. doesn't have a speech impediment. He's actually like, "Hey guys, what's going on?" Exactly, but Sylvester. Yeah, on the other he's side. the one that's like, "Hey, you know, are you, um, uh, guys, what's you're going not on? on this podcast, Sylvester. Get out of here. Get out. Come on, get out." Of- Sorry, I'm chasing Sylvester Stallone out hey, of your apartment. You go see I told you to leave. <laughs> I'm making myself large by opening my jacket. I'm making it large. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm sorry, I had to chase Sylvester Stallone out of your apartment. He was trying right, to be a thanks. podcast guest again. Uh, anyway, guys, if you want to hear more of them, uh, go to that uh, podcast. But also follow this at This Comics Live or the D Stories or, yeah, just do that. Anyway, guys, follow the show, rate and subscribe. And you've been listening to, of course... Hey!